0: Aldous Huxley was an English writer and philosopher. He wrote nearly 50 books. And here's his quote about history. That men do not learn very much from the lessons of history is the most important of all the lessons of history. Welcome to the History Slices podcast. A mother-son duo discussing awesome bits of history. We prove on every show that history is not boring. Entertaining yet stimulating. This is History Slices, and now here's your hosts, Jacob and Rachel.
1: Hey, Jacob. Hey, Mom. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing?
2: Pretty good. I was sitting here thinking about how can I start this in a different way than just <laughs> hey, Jacob, but that's just what that's all that's, I it's I have. It's tradition now, you yeah. can't change it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hear your sister in that voice there. So, <laughs> anyway, right. So, um I'm excited about today's episode cuz I know we're talking about rodeo and I was actually thinking about the excellent timing. This is completely accidental, I think, unless you planned it this way, but I didn't. Rodeo is, you know, at least out here where we are, sure. at the Malala Buckaroo happens around the 4th of July. And you mentioned last time it's a very American pastime and I know it's just not a Fourth of July sport, of course. But, yeah. Um,
1: it's associated with that. it,
2: is yeah. And so, the timing I think is, is excellent. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm excited to learn more about the rodeo.
1: Awesome, yeah. Uh, I'm excited to talk about it. So, a rodeo for those of you who don't know, it's basically a public event, typically runs from spring to fall. It's kind of a sport slash performance kind of uh, get together, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, basically, you Here's a bunch of cowboys and they do various like kind of sports and activities and stuff and will, you know, involving livestock, uh, horses and and bulls and pigs and whatever. But pigs um, too? Uh, maybe I don't know. I don't know. I just uh, you're just living. I'm just at this point. I just go freestyle. Yeah. It's rodeo, man. There are no rules. That's not true. There's t- tons of rules. Um, but the um before we get into all that and we will you mentioned to me while I was. Working on this, you kind of you know, like an offhand comment or something. You mentioned that the two of us have been to a rodeo. Mm-hmm. Now, I have no memories of that. I I, I don't know if that was just because I was too young or I just blocked it out or yeah. whatever.
2: It's really funny.
1: What's your experience yeah. with rodeos? Well, it's <laughs>
2: funny that you, I remember that conversation that we were having, and I was so s- surprised kind of at that moment. That I was like, wait, he doesn't remember the rodeo? That's so weird. You know, all these event, um, experiences we try to give you as children growing up. <laughs> it's yeah. like, yeah, we went to the rodeo. And then I was reflecting again on that. I don't know why the conversation stuck in my head, but sure. I was thinking back on it again. And I thought, you know, how much of the rodeo did we actually see? Because we used to go for the f- for the fireworks on 4th of July. Right. So we and I remember usually, fireworks. Okay, but. so we probably went toward the end of... You know, we really didn't go watch the rodeo, which I assume takes place over days. And, you know, it's, this it's a drawn out competition. Big event. Yeah. yeah. And we would just for go for involved. the um, the fireworks. So maybe there wasn't a lot of rodeo that we actually saw. And it was just about the fireworks. So that would explain that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I think I think that is a, a pretty good um
2: Assessment.
1: Assessment. That's of the what word. Really That's happened. the word I was looking for. Yeah, yes. it goes into like I'm what. i like, you... why am I blanking? What? What's going on?
2: <laughs> it's weird. Uh, like what you remember, what you think happened. I mean, it always it's always different. But mm-hmm. anyway, we're getting really far away. We
1: are. We are. Uh, I'm going to talk a bit about the kind of where this came from, kind of some of the history of it, and then we'll get into like the nitty gritty, what actually goes on on a rodeo because cool. it's 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 quite interesting. Cool. And people have opinions about it. But we'll get to that. Um, so a lot of this came from cattle ranching, specifically vaquero, is that how you say that? Vaquero. Vaquero. <laughs> it's fine, it's fine, it's good. Uh, it's um, a horse-mounted livestock herder tradition theme from okay. Mexico. Yeah, like
2: I thought a vaquero was um, was a cowboy, sort of like the, mm-hmm. uh, well, horseman or whatever.
1: Sorry, horseman. Oh
2: no, well no, that's interesting, sorry. Vaca means cow, so mm-hmm. a vaquero is somebody who
1: hand deals with cows cows. yeah yeah Yeah. well it's basically um
2: I guess that's a cowboy yeah that
1: yeah that (laughs) uh, that's good it's good
2: a very obvious connection that I'm just like making in real
1: time no that happens to me uh it happens to me all the time it's just obviously that I (laughs) somehow missed
2: well it's funny because when I think of cowboys I don't I don't I think of horses I don't think of cows Yeah.
1: Yeah, no, Sorry. I know it's a weirding-less <laughs> weird English thing. Well, basically it's a horse rider tradition thing from Mexico. Okay. Um, And that kind of over time evolved into the cowboys we know and love today. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, So in the uh, 1820s to 1830s, they had proto rodeos, like not quite what we would call rodeos, um, but they were like, the the predecessor to those. And they're very informal, small events, you know, just kind of like, uh, oh, geez, I'll say something stereotypical and I don't want to do that. But, you know, like, hey, you know, like, let's get the, uh, you know, get the, the horse and, you know, do run around a barrel or whatever, you know. It's like just having fun kind of okay. and kind of sewing off and all that. And I'm sure there's probably some betting or whatever going on. After the Civil War, because the Civil War put like a pause on a lot of stuff, yeah. you know, a couple things do that. It got picked up a bit, you know, got a little more popular. And by 1872, the first rodeo competition is held in Cyan, Wyoming, which by the way, Wyoming is like a hotbed for rodeo stuff. Colorado, Wyoming, that area of the um of the country. They love it there. Texas as well. But that's a little sad.: so the first professional rodeo, like with proper papers and stuff on it, you know, was held in Prescott, Arizona in eighteen
2: eighty
1: eight. Hmm. Uh, which is interesting. And the popularity just grew and grew from like 1890 to 1910. This is where Buffalo Bill and Annie Oakley kind of sewed up and were doing their thing, oh. uh, which, uh, for those of you who don't know who those people are, Buffalo Bill, which isn't his real name, of course, uh, also unrelated to the uh, serial killer from Science of the Lambs. That's, <laughs> that's where he took the name, but there's no relation beyond that. Uh, his real name is William Frederick Cody. He was a bison hunter. He was a sewman from Iowa. I think he also fought in the Civil War, but a lot of people did at that time. Also, I should say he was from Iowa back when that was a territory, not a state. Wow. So just to keep put that yeah. in a kind of bigger context. Yeah,
2: that is. That's good.
1: At, later on in life after like the Civil War and all that stuff, he became a famous cowboy performer. Uh, he even had like a sew called Buffalo Bills Wild West. <gasps> um, and that's for Annie Oakley. Uh she lived from eighteen sixty to nineteen twenty six. I actually saw wow. a picture for her in the twenties. She looks very good for a sixty year old woman.
0: Wow. Um,
1: but she was a suitor and she starred in Buffalo Bill So. Ah. and also pretty famous.
2: What a f- what a really interesting time to be alive, it seems like. Yeah. And live it in the out west.
1: Yeah. Kind of rough and tumble. Yeah. Totally. I don't I wouldn't want to live there, but it's cause I like indoor heating <laughs> <laughs> internet too much. <laughs> yeah but by the 1970s is when we got rodeos like as we know them now uh did you
2: say of, by the 1970s yeah oh yeah. wow that was it took a long time for for it to kind to of morph.
1: materialize yeah um and that's kind of like when you look at rodeos now, that's kind of like when that kind of okay. solidified.
2: Okay. Um, so like the modern rodeos started in the 70s?
1: Yeah, around. Uh, obviously, a lot of these were closed last year, a lot of rodeos, because there's a bunch. They were closed last year due to COVID, but mm-hmm. are in the process of opening up either now right. or in soonest in the future, just because right. we're coming out of it.
2: This would We would be in the thick of the season now if it's from yeah. spring to fall.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. So that's, that's fine. Uh, I want to take a moment to talk about rodeo clowns because that's a thing. Okay. Uh, and they're a little different than circus clowns. I think everyone here knows who a clown is. I don't have to explain that. But um, originally they were quote unquote bullfighters, which is not the bullfighters we talked about. Oh. Um, it's the it's s- same term, but it's a different thing. Yeah. Basically in rodeos, the bullfighters were people who would protect bull riders after they got thrown from the bull. So they would be like, hey, mm-hmm. look at me, you know, try to, yeah. like, get the bull to, to— be
2: fast runners.
1: Yeah, yeah, to basically divert their attention from mm-hmm. that and all that. They're also, like, the entertainers for sort the of crowds, you know, so it was, like, the same role. In a lot of um, non-American rodeos, because there are some, and we'll, we'll talk about that, that's still the case, but in America, those two roles have split into two separate, um, oh. like, kind of— uh, professions i guess oh
2: that's really interesting so mm-hmm. oh cool okay i get you mm-hmm.
1: also something that has kind of developed over time is that if you compare the outfit of a rodeo clown to a circus clown rodeo clowns are a lot less uh what's a nice way of saying this silly i guess their huh. outfits um i mean they're still goofballs and how they act and stuff but because they had to be entertaining but if you look at a circus clown and he's in like a like a big poofy white shirt with polka dots on it. Yeah. Or whatever. Rodeo clowns tend to just be in like, you know, overalls or the cowboy hat or, you know, just look like guys, ah, but they have the face paint on.
2: Oh, Which is okay. really
1: strange looking. But yeah. So it's yeah. just kind of a different uh, take on it, I guess. I could
2: see where it would be hard to like have clown shoes on in the rodeo arena. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't want to be wearing that trying to get away from a bowl.
1: No, no. <laughs> Especially then when that was like. Yeah. Part of the job as yeah. well. uh So I just wanted to like touch upon that because I thought it was interesting. And I think when people hear clown, I just think clown. Uh, yeah,
2: that really is interesting. And that's so. crazy to think that that's a profession.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, especially I mean,
2: when it's so seasonal. I wonder, you know, if yeah. they do other stuff during, like, I don't know.
1: They, I, I'm sure they probably do, but like a, a lot of this, it's like anything, you know, they're like rodeo cowboys and people in that. They're performers, they're also athletes. One can make the argument because. For it sure, takes effort yeah. to do some of this stuff yeah. it's crazy the longest running rodeo so that i could find um there might be a longer one i just missed but the one i found was the uh fort worth stock Show and rodeo it started out mm. as a livestock show in the in 1896 and in 1917 they added on rodeo to like their uh uh, repertoire, I guess, is yeah. the word for that, uh, and it's still going on. The next show is planned for twenty twenty two. So wow, yeah, that's over uh, hundred
2: years. Yeah, wow,
1: so that's pretty cool. That
2: is, that's really amazing.
1: Mm-hmm. Also, I mentioned this earlier. America isn't the only country to have this, which is something I learned. We'll read about it, and I felt a little bad because I'm like, this is like a distinctly American thing, yeah. and then I find out, oh well, there's also some stuff in <laughs> like oh, oh these countries country. I'm like, okay, well, it's mainly America. But, yeah, I, I don't want to be too exclusive So you, you started
2: to say how it it really came from Mexico, sort of?
1: Kind of. So, uh, the origins of it, the DNA of it, comes from, like, okay. Mexican ranchers and, okay. and cattle
2: Okay, and then it's people. kind of developed over time into what is modern rodeo. So, mm-hmm. okay, I gotcha, but it's not exclusive to the
1: U.S. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Well, basically, what I found in my research for this stuff is that uh, Canada has a bunch of them, not oh. as many as America, but there's a bit of Canada. Uh, there's a bit in Australia. There's a few in Brazil and Mexico, which is interesting. You know, yeah. like it's not, I, I think it is a thing in Mexico, but it's not as, not an extent of America. And I don't mm. know if that's like a population thing or what, but yeah. it's interesting. I also found at least one in the Philippines, which is interesting. Oh, see,
2: that's, that is interesting. Mm-hmm.
1: Wow. That's not the, uh, well, I've never been there, but from what I know, the Philippines, yeah, that's not. Turing, I would associate with that.
2: Yeah, me either. And I don't know the Philippines well either, but it seems way too hot. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's a bit more removed. Yeah, um,
2: totally. So I wonder if, if any of our listeners have ever seen a rodeo outside of the United States. That would be really cool to hear your take on it to see what, what the experience was. So yeah, send let us, us a, know. a
1: Facebook comment or something. Yeah. That'd be cool. America, by and large, is, has the most of them. Uh, of the ones I found and looked at, there's a, because I, I looked at some lists there's at least 95 major rodeos I found like spread out across like a bunch of different States and stuff.
2: Wow. So each year mm-hmm. about 95 um, or so, give or take yeah. <laughs> yeah, happened within that season. Now I know something about a rodeo circuit or a rodeo. I don't know. I think it seems like I heard or I, my understanding, rough understanding mm-hmm. is that the Cowboys or the, or the um, athletes or the participants, whatever you want to call yeah. them, um, The vaqueros, (laughs) they um travel throughout like a circuit competing.
1: Uh, I I believe so. Yeah, something like that. I think it might be done different ways in different places. Okay. But yeah, I think it is kind of just like um uh, different events and uh uh, what's the word for it? Rodeos. I guess (laughs) different rodeos you'd go to and. Okay. Sell off your stuff. I'm sorry, it's more complicated and official than all that. But from my understanding, that's kind of how it's coming off. Yeah. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about the events that go on in there because cool. I think some of them are pretty interesting, and some of them are kind of like, why would you do that? But <laughs> sure. Um, not tussin'. I'm just saying it's like, hmm. Okay. Wouldn't think to wouldn't think of that, but I guess that's why I'm not a cowboy. <laughs> uh. So one of the ones I looked at is called team roping, uh, which I don't know if you know about any of these team
2: roping. Yeah. Um, So mm.
1: this is, this event involves a steer, which is a uh, castrated bull. Mm. And there's two cowboys on hearses and they have some rope. And what it is, is that uh, one of the cowboys is the quote unquote herder. And he ropes the steer's horns. uh, Sometimes the neck, usually it's the horns uh, just to try not to hurt the animal, you know? And um, the other one is the, uh, the healer, not, Healer as in H-E-A-L-E-R. Healer as in H-E-E-L-E-R. Okay. Like behind the person. Yeah. It's confusing because it's pronounced the same in English, but, yeah, yeah, you know. It's not,
2: uh, not the person who makes somebody else better.
1: Yeah. It's a person yeah. following someone else. Uh, and he ropes the bull's hind feet after um, the header turns the bull. It's a little complicated to describe. Basically, one is leaning the bull around and is trying to tie up his wow. legs while that's happening. Wow. Uh, and the bulls will also have wrappings around their horns to protect their horns from rope burns. Oh, so that's nice. Yeah.
2: Um, I wouldn't have thought about that. It seems like horns are pretty durable. <laughs> I think they are,
1: but I think it's also something that does happen. Right, you know? right,
2: right. Well, that's a lot of force being put on it.
1: So, sure, yeah. Then, the other one I looked at is called calf roping, which is so, this is when you have a young bull sized cow or calf, if you want to be all technical about it. Uh, and you got a mounted cowboy, you know, on a horse. Uh, And the goal you have to lasso the calf, then quickly get off the horse, Uh run up on it, and restrain it. Uh I've seen that, yeah. Yeah.
2: And then there's a certain way they do something with the rope, they tie it off, and then they stand up, they're like, done. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. look
1: at what I did. And whoever does it, like, the quickest wins, kind of, or, or gets more points or however the scoring system is <laughs> some of the stuff kind of went over my head i'm like what okay don't worry about that that's not as relevant <laughs> um there is a variant where they just need to lasso the calf uh which is born partly out of like concerns over animal cruelty like this mm. is okay for so they the, just
2: lasso they don't take cow. the calf down
1: yeah or something like that um which i feel like is a different thing entirely yeah. but yeah because that's like a big part of it
2: yeah
1: um I feel I should this should be noted here, and, and this is kind of funny. Um, I probably made this its own section, but in my notes I went on a, a slight side tangent. Uh-huh. Uh So if you'll bear with me, we'll get back to the events in a moment. But just go for it. Yeah. Okay. Professional rodeos do a pretty good job of making sure that no animals are harmed. There were organizations like the Rodeo Cowboy Association, which there became the Professional Rodeo Cowboy Association, which is a pretty big deal now. Yeah. Uh, that, like, so they regulate all
2: everything and make sure everybody's...
1: Yeah, and they have a lot of rules when you can and can't do, especially with all the attention on them. A lot of like PETA or whatever, a lot of animal rights, people breed down their necks a lot. So they're like, no, see, it's all it, It's all good. I'm sure stuff happens, but that always happens. And I think they do... From what I read, they regulate themselves pretty well.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, they have a vested interest in keeping the animals healthy and safe. Yeah, because and-
1: that's also like uh, as vile to it as the people.
2: Right, yeah, mm-hmm. right. And it's not just about the sport either. It's about, like you said, it was born out of their livelihoods. They are cattle ranchers or yeah. cattle people. So, yeah, yeah, they're not going to do anything to hurt their...
1: Yeah, there. there's also some misconceptions related to this. like uh, And some of it is... Um, Marketing where they kind of hype something up as something when it isn't. Some of it is just misconceptions about rodeo because you're not part of it or whatever. But there's like a, I'll give an example. It's often thought that the horses used in bronc riding, and we'll talk about bronc riding in a, in a little bit. It's thought that they are wild horses that he's just found. And they're not. They're like raising a the stable. They do this all the time. You know, mm. it's like they're um, bred they don't for go, the just go
2: find a wild a, Mustang a somewhere. Random horse. Yeah. Drag it into the ring.
1: Yeah, no, it isn't like that. But I, I it's kind of one of those, like, I don't know. I, I can't remember if um, I probably wrote it down or something. can't remember if they uh, hype it up as that or not. But, oh,
2: as, as in, it's a wild beast.
1: Yeah, uh, but it's, it's a misconception people have. It's gotcha. possible don't do that. I don't want to like say they're doing stuff when they're not. Yeah. But, yeah. You know. But,
2: but just it just seems to be a common thought that, yeah, yeah I gotcha. Yeah.
1: Anyway. So all that aside, basically we we'll, we're back to, we're back to our, what we're talking about. Uh, I, I just thought I should probably address this cause it's a thing.
2: Yeah. I think um, that's an important thing to clarify. Mm-hmm.
1: I, a lot of I actually ran into trouble with it because a lot of the notes I was taking, I was Googling questions about it. And like the first, like the first couple like responses I kept getting was like, here's why rodeos suck. And I'm like, well, no, I oh. tell me facts about it. I like, yeah, don't like exact opinions are fine. But let me uh, let me learn about this. <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so another event. <laughs> Put that all aside. <laughs> Sorry, I was a little scatterbrained. Another event is barrel racing, which when I first heard that name, I'm like, oh, because I'm thinking of like the hobbit or whatever. I'm like, they're racing <laughs> barrels. Awesome. I'm here for it. It's not that. I was disappointed. Uh, um, oh, no. I actually fun. have
2: seen barrel racing, right? So they go, they race a long distance, they turn around at the end around a barrel, and then they mm. go back and they go around the barrel again. Yeah, they basically. It's all about control and speed.
1: Yeah, they're basically the horseback riders run an obstacle course where the obstacles are barrels, basically, mm, and they gotcha. have like it's it's pretty simple, straightforward. But um, I think there's it's a little more complicated than that because they have specific routes and stuff, uh-huh. and there's like some math involved. And at that point, I'm like, okay, I get the gist of it. It's fine. <laughs> um,
2: there's some math involved. Um. Yeah,
1: I saw like a graph of numbers. I'm like, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I got it. Yep, barrel, racing around barrels. Gotcha. <laughs> Bowl riding, which is arguably really like the most famous thing you see at rodeos. Yeah. It's basically what it sounds like. Yeah. A, uh, you got a cowboy has to ride on a bucking bull one-handed for at least like eight seconds mm-hmm. or so. It's actually very dangerous. I think
2: there's even a movie called Eight Seconds.
1: There was, and yeah. I mentioned in my notes. We'll talk about oh, that.
2: Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I can't imagine. I mean, if you think about eight seconds and how fast that passes and that most people don't make eight seconds, it's like, okay, that's really difficult and dangerous. There
1: are mechanical bulls at rodeos and like fairgrounds and stuff. And that's hard to stay on. And it's just like a, like, like a sprain, basically. I don't know what, you know, it isn't like an actual bull, you know, so it's a dangerous sport because they're big animals and they're ticked off. I probably, you know, and- America isn't the only country that does this, you know. Like, there's a lot of uh, South American countries that I think otherwise aren't super into rodeo, but they do bull riding stuff too wow. as well. At least that's the person I got, and you know, and yeah, it's 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 definitely interesting.
2: You either have to be really brave or just a little nuts to do that. <laughs>
1: yeah, there's also bronc riding, which is the same thing as a bull, but with a as bull riding, but with a bronc. Bronc's a horse, <laughs> uh case. Okay. Anyone listening is like, what on earth? is a bronc. It's a horse. Yeah. Sometimes there's a saddle. Sometimes there isn't. Uh, it's it's a whole thing. Uh, there's also um, steer wrestling. And this one was stout, started by a cowboy named Bill Pickett. Which is, it's also like the only rodeo event I can find that's attributed to like one person. Oh, that's person. really
2: interesting. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, this is where a cowboy rides up on a steer, which again is a, a castrated bull, drops from their horse, and he wrestles the steer. Super dangerous. I don't believe to tie it up.
2: So it's basically the same animal that they're riding mm-hmm. for trying to ride for eight seconds, except it's been castrated.
1: Yeah, I, I think I think it might be like a smaller, younger one or okay. something like that that they do. Yeah. But it's um, yeah, still has still, horns. It's, yeah, it's still <laughs> like a like a animal yeah, <laughs> yeah it's the a thing anyways so we end up on those events like i Gosh. said some of them are like okay that sounds interesting this is fun and others are like why would you do that to yourself but like, it's
2: got it's got that exciting element of danger like yeah. we talked about on one other episode i can't remember what yeah, it was probably bullfighting it could have been yeah where it's like people's lives are literally at stake mm-hmm. and here we are spectating yeah you know cheering and getting excited and and uh it's like the real deal if something mm-hmm. goes wrong it's not just TV, you know? Yeah. So anyway, that thrill, we seek that thrill, Mm -hmm. I guess.
1: So it's kind of interesting to me because in a lot of these, uh, I'm trying to think how to say it, I guess older uh, institutions, they have like rules about gender or like you know, only men or only women or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. and here it's that's not entirely the case. There's cowboys, there's cowgirls, or cowwomen. How are they <laughs> <want> to, <laughs> cowmen? I don't know. Uh, but they uh, they both partake. They're both in there. Some events are more dominated by one gender or the other. I I get the impression, mm-hmm. but I don't. I couldn't find any like noteworthy like pay gap or something like that. So it seemed pretty equal to me.
2: Yeah, that's interesting. in the fact that they both have participated, even though it like you say, it was, it's such an old quote unquote institution. Yeah. But yeah, that's interesting.
1: There was kind of a brief pulling back on women's participations in the late 20s. When um, Bonnie McCarroll, who was a well known roadie performer, she got uh, trampled and uh, pa- unfortunately passed away. And it was this big tragedy. Oh, and people we were like, well, I don't know about this. Wow. Um, but that's kind of, um, that didn't stick, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Gotcha.
2: So, yeah. You know. Oh, gosh.
1: So I have some um, well known individuals, which is interesting, people who are like famous performers kind of like when we talked about bullfighting i yeah, talked about yeah, some yeah. famous bullfighters
2: i think did i see someplace there's a hall of fame there is okay kind of like football or something mm-hmm. else so cool
1: yeah and these are all like hall of fame inductees okay so that's where i got these names oh uh, okay gotcha yeah yeah so we got um and not all and there's way more but these are just like some of the uh, well-known ones i found larry Mayan. he was born in 1943 he's still living uh though I believe he might be. Yeah, he's retired now. And he's from Salem, Oregon, which is interesting. Oh,
2: that's, yeah, not too far away from us. Yeah. So he won. forty-three, So he's in his 70s. Something like yeah, that. Yeah. wow.
1: That's around retiring age. He won six World All-Around Championships and two Bull Riding World Championships. He was uh, inducted to Hall of Fame in uh, 1979. Wow, kind of
2: like the beginning of the modern yeah. era. Yeah. And it's interesting, I know you said and, so you're ready to go on, but I was going to say, <laughs> these are world championships. So I wonder if people come compete from all over, you know? I
1: don't know. I, I couldn't find, that's a good question. I couldn't find if it was like, as the name implied, or if it was like- uh, Mr.
2: Universe, where it's like- okay. Or the World Cup, <laughs> yeah. when it's okay, just like America. Right, or right Yeah. Okay.
1: Besides rodeo, outside of that, he also started a clothing line, so that's interesting. Oh.
2: And we're still talking about the guy. Yeah. So you said retirement age is around 70. Yeah, it gets up there. But if you're a rodeo person, mm-hmm. you're not going to be riding past. No. I mean, I don't know what age, but even in your 30s, that looks like it'd be pretty hard on your body. Yeah, I think so, yeah, too. Yeah, so it's smart. He, he um, diverted his attention mm-hmm. in, a, in, a, in a good way. Well,
1: some of these have done other stuff as well. Yeah. Get into Next we're going to talk about is Chris Ledoux. Mm-hmm. Um, he was born 1948 and... Unfortunately, he passed away from cancer in 2005, Oh, and he's, he's well-known a rodeo, but he's, I think, more well-known outside of that as a country singer.
2: Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm um, not familiar with his name. Well, I wonder if I'd probably recognize a song or two. Maybe.
1: Though. He had 36 albums, and they sold. Whoa. Uh, this, is, this is an old, older statistic, so maybe it's different now. Okay. Like, this from, like, 2007 or whatever. But they've sold more than 6 million units in the U.S. Okay,
2: well, for sure, he's that prolific. He, yeah. There must be something we recognize. Chris I'm sure, yeah. Um, now I feel a little ignorant. <laughs> it's fine.
1: <laughs> Welcome to my world. Um, <laughs> there's uh, Casey Tibbs. He was a road performer that... Broke out into film as an actor and stuntman. Nothing I recognize. I, like, looked at his IMDb page and all that. Uh But uh, it was interesting. I thought, oh, that's cool. You're
2: probably well-suited for that.
1: Yeah, I imagine so because he's done all this stuff. There's Jim Soldiers, um, who's sometimes called the Babe Ruth of Rodeo. (gasps) That's a fun title. Uh, And he's considered, like, one of the most successful radio cowboys. He won 16 world championships. Which, at the time, was, like, the most anyone had won.
2: That means 16 years, I'm guessing, that there's a world championship every year probably. Probably, yeah. So that's a long time to be successful at the top of your game.
1: Yeah, I don't know, I don't know how many of those were consecutive or not, yeah. but yeah, Tad Lucas, who was early on, like she passed away in um, the 90s and she was old then. She is in several different Hall of Fames. You know, there's the uh, Royal Hall of Fame. But there's also the National Cowgirl Hall of Fame huh. and the Texas Trail of fame or whatever you know she's like <laughs> in different uh, uh honors and stuff cool. um and in 1964 she stopped partaking of rodeo she was very old by that time she was like in her 60s and then she ended up on the professional real cowboys associations board of directors oh, like later on in life yeah. i thought that's interesting that's
2: really good really good for her because even though it was kind of as you mentioned there wasn't like a lot of discrimination or whatever going mm-hmm. on. That's not what you said, but no, you, you know. know they they both participated in the sixties. Mm-hmm. It's still probably not that common for women to be part of a board like that. That's you know, I don't think so. Dominated no. by men. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool.
1: There's Ty Murray who's still living. He is um, a nine-time world champion and was considered. He retired in two thousand two. I say why well, I say was like one of the top royal contestants. He's also had appearances in uh, Walker, Texas Ranger, mm. uh, Dancing with the Stars, uh, some other things that are less well-known. Yeah. Um, I think he retired kind of young He was born in, like, the late 60s. Okay. Uh, to put that in context. And he
2: retired at the beginning of the 2000s. Yeah. Yeah, so he was in his 30s probably. Yeah. Smart, actually, yeah. that, That's that sport's got to beat you up.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm sure it does. And it's also, I think, telling that, like, he was financially secure enough yeah. to retire <laughs> at true. a young age. Yeah, so,
2: just since he did so well.
1: Yeah, there's a uh, tough Heedman, I think is how you say his name, and he uh he won a bunch of awards, including the bull riding world championships in uh, uh, 1986, 1999, and 1991. So uh, just you know, just another kind of.
2: So he did that eight guy. second thing. Well, of bull riding. No?
1: Yeah, but um. Speaking of eight seconds, (laughs) Lane Frost. This one's kind of sad, actually, because he died young. But he won the 1987 world champion in bull riding. And he was generally pretty skilled at bull riding for the most part. And he unfortunately died. It was like an accidental thing. But in 1994, they made the film eight seconds about him. Oh. Mm -hmm. And I think one I'm. We're we'll calling from him. I didn't write this down, but I'm calling that like one of his um, compatriots, I guess, he compared him to James Dean. You know, it's like he's a really talented oh. guy. He's the same. We lost him so soon. Gosh,
2: he was yeah. like he
1: was like younger than me. He was like 24 or something.
2: Wow. Yeah, it's so. really tragic when that happened. Mm-hmm. Was it an accident related to the rodeo? Yeah, yeah. it was like in the ring. Okay. Um,
1: so, by the way, we mentioned the Hall of Fame a couple times. It's in um, Colorado Springs, which is in huh. Colorado. This is one
2: of the places that it sort of started.
1: Yeah, and you can go and check it out if you want. I don't know what, like, the fees to enter are or yeah, anything yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, but it's
2: a museum-type thing. Yeah,
1: they got a lot of cool statues, a lot of cool, cool. exhibits and whatnot. Um, And if you go on their, their website, you can actually, like, see some of them. They look really cool.
2: Oh, that's cool. Be yeah. a neat place to hit on one of our trips across the country. Maybe, yeah.
1: I wanted to, uh, this is kind of uh, not weird necessarily, but it's kind of a different subject than I feel like we usually talk about. And I want to talk about it because I think it's really interesting and fascinating. Yeah. And I think I'm always interested in subcultures because that's what it is really. It's its own like kind of culture. They have their own terminology for a lot of stuff and their own like, you know, it uh, truly is. way it's, of doing things. It's
2: easy. It's one of those things where if you go to a rodeo and you're not Part of the in crowd, you know, Mm -hmm. it it feels a little foreign. Like you don't really understand everything. It's just, it's just very different. Yeah. uh, Yeah. It just definitely has its own subculture. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. And I, I thought it'd be not a lot of people know about, even people in the U.S. Who have gone to rodeos. Like <laughs> or the <me>. fireworks
2: shows. <laughs> yeah, a
1: lot of the fireworks shows. Uh fireworks. The the uh don't know too much about it. And it was really fascinating and fun reading up on it. And I thought, you know, why not share this to people who don't know or yeah. are as interested.
2: Yeah, cool, Jacob. So um I enjoyed it. I, That's I liked good. the I'm glad radio. I actually since like the one that's near us, the one where we used to go when you were a kid and we'd yeah. see the 4th of July fireworks, it's coming to town. I, I'm actually looking at it on my screen right now, oh. um, the first week of July. So it'd be cool to go check that out. We might need to do that. It could be fun. Could be fun, mm-hmm. yeah. So what, what are we going to be talking about next time?
1: Next time, uh, we're going to be talking about a person. So we're talking about someone near and dear to my heart who I greatly admire, I, a lot of people do, we're talking about Fred Rogers who uh mr rogers neighborhood yeah uh, if you don't know his yeah, name mr
2: rogers neighborhood so he's somebody that you admire huh
1: oh absolutely but yeah we uh we'll talk all about that yeah next that week, sounds good but i know there
2: was a movie that came out about him I there haven't was seen it.
1: uh with uh, tom hanks did you see it no but i i saw the trailer yeah it looked good
2: yeah cool okay nice job mm-hmm. on rodeo jacob and you. uh you've expanded my View of what goes on there. So thank you yeah. for that. Listeners, we're so appreciative of you. Thank you for listening. And until next time,
0: bye. Confucius once said, study the past if you would define the future. You've been listening to the History Slices podcast with Jacob and Rachel. We hope you've gotten some useful information from the show. We hope we made you think, and we hope you were entertained. We know we had fun, and we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hook up with us on Facebook at History Slices and on Instagram at History Slices Podcast. Make sure to like, rate, and review the show, and tell a friend about the show. That'll help us out, too. One more quote before we go from Michael Crichton. If you don't know history, then you don't know anything. You are a leaf that doesn't know it's part of a tree. Till next time, this is History Slices, signing off.